0: i Spaces
1: Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, December 3rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, Terra Spaces and Orbital Command present the Terra Community Grant Proposal Overview. Let's take a listen. Yo, Terra Spaces, what's going on? What's good, Oxiers? Good to, good to have you participating today with us. Thanks, man. I think you can uh, get hopefully. through these pretty quick. Yeah, I think so, too.
2: I think you'll find a lot of people are uh, listening to Elon Musk rambling in his car. there's um, about 100,000 people in that space.
1: That's good. This isn't for them. This is for our community. Good if you British go to terraspaces.org slash props, you can find a PDF that we summarized everything that we're going to kind of go through and discuss here. Oh, uh, which projects that we'll be discussing. Uh, And this is really like, I know everybody that follows along with Commonwealth is already going to know this info. This is strictly to like put it on a recording and kind of highlight these projects right now for people that may not be following along with Commonwealth, Uh, like myself. I don't really go there very often, even though I should. Uh, And I think a lot of people in the community also don't really pay much attention to it. It's kind of like the same five or six people. Uh so hopefully we can we can get this out to a, a broader audience. I'm gonna let Sweet. my AI take over.
2: Serious space. All right. Um where what's the, is there a link on your uh, did you tweet the link out?
1: Yeah, it should be under the the tweet or if you just go to terraspaces.org slash props, uh there's a link to a PDF in there and that's basically the uh doc that we're working off of here. Get a couple more of these cats up here and we'll get started in just a moment. Hey, uh, MB or uh, Edwin, did Dr. Dustcoin mention if he was going to swing by? And if you want to hop on to co-host, if you have a minute, or if MB wants to, just in case I get knocked off here. Yeah, pretty sure he said he was going to join us today um
3: I'll, I'll check that
1: out. and so the idea is we're gonna this is gonna be like a broad overview of some of these projects and and their community grants uh from commonwealth and then starting next week we're going to do specific spaces with each project at least each one that wants to uh, i've had a couple reach back that were like yeah we well, don't know if we really want to uh which is fine so what's up edwin how you doing man
4: What's going on, everybody? I'm doing good. Just finished eating my breakfast at 3 p.m., but I'm ready to learn about uh, some governance in Terra.
5: Excellent. There's
1: the good doctor. What's good? Welcome, doctor. Doctor and Edwin, both from Orbital Command, joining us. Fantastic. Good morning, Finn. How are you, buddy?
3: Good, good. I'm just going through the conversations, trying to find some of these questions from earlier um
5: and you've already put in a link uh for some of the proposals yeah
3: that we're gonna have a look at today
1: yeah so if you hit org slash props uh that'll just take you to like an empty folder well a folder that's got a pdf in it that's the doc that we're working off of here and at the top of it you should have agora links for each of the or a commonwealth links for each of the each of the projects we're going to discuss and i know like a couple that were on the list uh and redacted are already finished up but i figured it'd be good just for the record to like have it uh on what what their their proposals were and what they'll be doing
3: yeah i've dropped a link to that pdf just below the twitter spaces um tweet so that's available there too good man mb Yeah, I've got it up on my screen here. Terra SCV, cool, cool, cool. How do you want to do this? Uh, You're obviously the host. You've got the reindeer. Do you want to uh, kickstart it? Do you want a hand? You just let me know. Yeah,
1: uh, we just start the top here. Uh, The first one. uh, I don't know how many people are super familiar with it, but uh, Terra SCV. They do a lot of the the behind-the-scenes stuff uh, whenever anything gets hacked or broken. Uh, They're usually like the first ones on the scene, Uh, and actually, usually they're the ones doing the breaking before it gets to the point where it becomes a public issue so a security firm of researchers and old school hackers they say and this is off of their their uh, post on commonwealth expertise in various technologies and ecosystems they do hacking and security for a living and absolutely passionate they say about security and helping the community more than 15 years of experience in the cybersecurity industry has been involved in the hacker culture for much longer they say they also have good relationship with security professionals and security researchers in the field Uh, so from their the luna uh, emergency allocation they received 100 K Luna, and that was used to support the company operations and the proactive work that is done on behalf of Terra. Uh, the funding would be required to sponsor vulnerability research, small hackathons, and to continue scaling their proactive security work dedicated for Terra and on-chain projects. Uh, and their ask is five hundred fifty thousand Luna or nine hundred thousand USD, and that was at the time of writing this, which I believe was on. A few days ago. Uh, and that's going to bootstrap and scale what is described in their proposal. Uh, and it says that just a note uh, SCV is a registered company and all considerations are based before tax. So that's the first one. Uh, I don't know how many people are super familiar with what they do. Uh, there was a nice list of some of the vulnerabilities and uh, I guess issues that they've been a part of fixing and, and helping. Uh, take care of which is cool and I think security can never be uh it, it's it has to be done right for anything else to work i I feel like because if if your shit's not secure like it's gonna tumble eventually as we're all familiar with so uh we'll we'll just go through each of these and then we'll go back and we can kind of uh Dive into a little deeper on onto any of the the ones that you guys like. Uh, so next on the list, nowhere. They're making a thing. Also, Soil Protocol. Uh, I'm sure everybody here knows, but just if you don't, nowhere was the first NFT marketplace built in September 2021. They say it's the largest NFT marketplace and launchpad on the Terra blockchain. They've helped launch and support 100 over 100 projects uh, in the past 14 months. They were allocated a total of 104,166 LUNA over the span of five months, which was received throughout June 7th through October 18th of 2022, and those funds were spent, according to this breakdown here, 65% for engineering, 5% for marketing, 15% for operations, and 15% for infrastructure and logistics. They say their teams also added value to the ecosystem with the launch of Soil Protocol, which is an open source smart contract for Terra NFTs. Anybody getting uh, into the NFT game on Terra probably would be familiar with this. Uh, they say they'll continue to operate transparently through the Terra community's governance framework. Nowhere NFT marketplace and Soil Protocol is asking for community funding of 300,000 USD worth of Luna. And that goes towards the operation and maintenance of the platform throughout the period, as well as to continue to ship out new features in the next six to eight months. They say their platforms endeavor to provide the required infrastructure and community engagement for Terra NFTs to continue to grow. Next one, we have Talus. Everybody's probably familiar with Talus as well, but Uh, They introduced the NFT into Terra and had been building for a year before the DPEG events. While not being the most popular in terms of volume, it has been the siege of experimentation for many. They say we've maintained a very high level of ethos and never acted preferential, nor used our follower base to market and profit on PFP collections as it once was a common practice in Terra. With the same intent, we enforced a verification system for artists to be audited and greenlight for launches. Their proposal, requiring 80,000 LUNA in order to further fund the short-term development of the platform and the efforts to revive the Terra NFT ecosystem, and therefore bring liquidity, volume, and more transactions on-chain. The partner party, Talos will adopt the open core model and will open source its already audited smart contract set while aiming at equilibrium through collection launches and web two partnerships. Uh, they have also, They will also provide for the community fund, the equivalent of 35,000 LUNA in Talus token, once that
5: launches. Next one, we have Capapult.
1: Capapult came to life in April, 2021, when Daniel and Jessica had the idea of bringing the benefits of DeFi to ordinary people in Scandinavia. After a preliminary research phase, Anchor Protocol and USTC were chosen as the backbone of the project. Uh, That idea soon became a team, and in April 2022, the app was in the final beta stage, but was never shipped due to the crash. In late May, one of the devs came up with the idea to bring a new stablecoin to Terra. Research started, and the team decided to build something similar to DAI. The team has come up with a dual solution, SOLID, from Capapult as an over-collateralized and fully decentralized soft-pegged stablecoin, currently on Terra, Kappa. That is the governance token for Capapult used to make and vote proposals Uh, they received from the emergency builder allocation. Twenty four thousand five hundred sixty six Luna without this grant. They say it would have been it would not have been possible to get where we are now. Uh, They say they're almost ready to ship the protocol. All that remains is to get audited and to find a way to maintain the protocol until it becomes sustainable. The protocol needs a price oracle to frequently check the collateral prices and to run it and they also need to pay gas fees in the long run capapult will use the profit from protocol fees to pay the Oracle. However, we are unable to afford these costs currently they say. Uh, let's see first 50,000 they said for these audits that they need, they need. Uh, 90,000 so. TFL is going to cover the first 50,000 and then they need to come up with the other 40,000 and that will make sure that all the contracts are set, sorted, and secured. And then it says they will also continue to create new use cases for Solid and are going to use the funds to pay part of the future audit. They're asking for 190,000 worth of Luna, benchmarked at 20 UTC on November 19th. Then we have redacted. Redacted money is a trustless zero knowledge protocol that exists to bring users an easy to use way of securing your transactions from prying eyes. Our users have the opportunity to own a piece of redacted money by receiving a monthly share, hundred percent of all fees collected by redacted money. These fees that are earned by our privacy solution and so on end up 50, 50 directly in the wallets of the red and the Ronin NFT stakers from the emergency builder allocation they got forty-five thousand twenty-one luna they said without this things would have gotten rocky since most of the remaining runway was in aust at the time of dpeg and would not have been possible for them to finish what was started uh total distribution which would go to a multi-sig and again this is one that i think this was one of the ones that ended already so i guess we don't need to get into all of that until they uh redo the if they decide to to resubmit or whatever uh but it was going to be four hundred thousand and then a, a million red going to a multi-sig for that would be managed by the the community uh, and then vesting terms and stuff but you can read all of that if you'd like in the doc that we have uh, and then moving down we have errors protocol Uh, Eris' core mechanism focuses on a stable liquid staking derivative, LSD. You've probably heard that term being flung around a lot lately. Uh, LSD economy consisting of multiple mutually complementary products in which these products share 50% of the reward fees back to its AMP Luna, thus producing an even higher LSD return. In the last six months, Eris has built a TVL of over 950,000 USD, with only 16,612 emergency Luna allocation on top of their own personal funds. And they're asking from the community fund, 450,000 Luna at $1.60 each is rough uh, 720,000 USD. And that will go towards scaling their work for the next 6 to 12 months. And to recreate, they say, a vibrant DeFi ecosystem on Terra. And they uh, were the first ones to get back to us to schedule uh, a space that will just focus on them and their proposal more in depth. Uh, and we'll be doing that one Tuesday, December 6th, uh, and that'll be at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So that's what we have in front of us uh, as of right now. And again, the CapaPult one passed, uh, the redacted money one did not. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with that. Uh, any any thoughts from, from the <coughs> gallery so far?
5: Doctor,
4: you're uh, unmuted.
3: Yeah, I just noticed that. That was weird. Um, I did notice before you started speaking, uh, Mr. Finn, that Ryan Lyon had his hand up. So I'm just going to check in there and see if Ryan Lyon wanted to uh, still relay that thought. All I was gonna say is, it's probably bad
6: timing for this space, as given there's a ninety thousand person Elon Musk space happening at the same
4: time. I noticed that.
1: <laughs> well, get him over here. What's Elon doing? I mean, it can't be more important than this.
3: Shit, let's go, Elon. Um, I would look. My first thoughts are: I think for the purpose of this call to flow well and uh, all the rest of it to have an outcome by by the time we conclude this call. I think as an overview getting kind of clear on the sorts of conversa- on the sorts of questions that we'd like to be asking the protocols when we have these more in-depth interviews obviously we're going to be t- chatting with um Iris next week I think it's on the 7th if my memory serves me correctly or this week um, and so yeah I think getting some some insights from people here as to what questions they would like to ask just as a ge- like to form a general template firstly um, that would be my Well, I think starting with the... Yeah, for uh, sure.
1: While while you wait for people to to come up, I have a few questions of of a direction that we want to guide these. uh, Things like what what is this grant going to allow the project to achieve? What value does your grant proposal bring to the Terra community? Uh, Do you expect this sort of project to drive new users to Terra? uh, things like dates and stuff. When can we expect to see certain results and milestones, uh, stuff like that, uh, sustainability, you know, is this project going to be sustainable? What happens once these grant funds have been exhausted? Uh, you know, will you be asking for more funds in the future or will there there be other, other avenues uh, of revenue coming in and, and, uh, Different metrics to measure, you know, what would be considered a, a successful launch. By are we going just by TVL, which I assume we're not. Uh, things like that. So that that's kind of like the the guide that that I have here for uh, once we have each individual project come up. And yeah, like you said. Uh, eris is the first one and i'm waiting to hear back from some of the other ones i mainly want to get this overview space done and out of the way that way when we do have the individual project spaces uh the community that's not involved on commonwealth very much will have some sort of basis or foundation to kind of go off of so if anybody else that has questions yeah definitely yeah great
3: starting point there those questions uh are- a great foundational work off. The sustainability one in particular, I think, is super important. Just because, you know, at the end of the day, if the projects want to uh, succeed long term, I think it's important that they think of themselves as businesses, which ultimately they should be uh, if they if they want to be sustained without constantly having to dip into uh, community funds. So it's like getting very clear on their revenue revenue generation model, the sustainability. Um, and the thing I would like to know more about is. I would like there to be clarity around the use of funds, particularly past funds. So just as an example, if we've got a conversation coming up uh, with Eris, well, there is in a few days, um, in that particular, in that context, they've got a, a request for a certain allocation of Luna. Uh, it'll say, you know, X amount's going for, uh, what's the word, you know, to, to pay for past expenses. And so, I would have questions around, okay, well, what specifically is being paid for as far as past expenses go? And what specifically, what portion of that is going towards, you know, future expenses? And so, it's like, okay, are you spending 400000 bucks on paying staff for things that they were doing over the last year? And if that's yielding, you know, if that's uh, of value, you know, why is it not yielding results at this point that are able to sort of um, yeah generate ger- generate revenue and so are uh, you going to be asking for more in 3 months time because you're only allocating 100,000 and so yeah definitely with clarity uh, uh, like getting a really sort of clear framework around providing clarity so that, that it's not nebulous and can go okay we understand exactly where the the funds are going and there is something there is a goal beyond the goal essentially um, but yeah I, I invite anyone that's listening at the moment if you have sort of, sort of questions uh, that you think could be added to the general framework Uh, please do jump forward.
1: And I know uh, MB mentioned something in the the group chat about kind of uh, having the conversation so that everybody kind of knows, like, all right, a lot of... A lot of these votes tend to get swayed pretty easy by like big whales and it kind of tends to become like a boys club like what we're seeing in juno and these other ecosystems and so that's kind of another part of the goal here is to try to reach more people than and i said this at the beginning but more people than just like the eight that are constantly making comments on on commonwealth and those comments are super important we need to have the conversation there, obviously, but I feel like there's a huge chunk of the community that's just not involved and it's just not even a thing, right? Like if if something's not on your radar, if a project is not on your radar, like it just doesn't exist to you and it's no fault of your own. You just haven't had it come through your radar yet. So hopefully by having these spaces and stuff, it'll get that that signal amplified a bit more.
3: Yeah, I agree with that, uh, Finn. Um the purpose of these spaces, I think, should be constructive, and you know, aiming to you know, provide some feedback and you know, answer questions, or at least help the the uh, proposers provide a better proposal if, if possible. Um, there's a larger discussion happening in the background. Some of us are probably aware about you know how the criteria for proposals should be you know changed or uh, improved. Um, whether there should be, should be VC capital, whether there should be doxing, this kind of things, and. and my view is that that's bigger picture
1: stuff right now. We're looking
3: at each proposal on its merits and trying to be
7: constructive about it.
1: Yeah. And especially for projects like SCV that most of the community may not have even ever heard of unless they follow like security kind of stuff or follow, you know, the stuff on, on Commonwealth. So uh, I think it's super important that they get their project heard. And I definitely don't want to like have a bias this way one way or another this is literally just here's the information you may not have seen like start your research and have a decision you know or, or have questions that will help you come to a decision and yeah if anybody in the group uh crowd has any questions definitely just pop your hand up we'll get you up here but this wasn't going to be like a long space or anything. I really just want to get this, this overview done, recorded out there, and then we'll start getting the, the project scheduled. Uh, And then, yeah, like we said, Aris will be on the 6th, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific or yeah, 10 a.m. Pacific. So we got a reminder out for that. You can find Ryan, do you
5: have any Elon updates while we're waiting? (laughs) I think they're still going over
6: there. Um, I got some some general thoughts about these about proposals in general. I think uh, I, I think like a lot of people like on the ground like our general gut reaction to seeing these like requests for large amounts of funding is uh, can, can be quite negative. Um, you know, especially in this community where a lot of p- people got absolutely wrecked. Um, but at the same time like we need to encourage people to keep building. Um, And it's like particularly like a difficult time to be raising uh, VC funds when a lot of the VCs themselves have been absolutely wrecked. So there's that perspective, but then there's also the perspective that, you know, we don't want to spend the entire community pool uh, really quickly just to, just to try and get things going um, you know the community pool's there but it doesn't necessarily need to be spent and it doesn't need to be spent in a hurry so it's kind of like weighing up uh, risk reward on some of these projects um, and, and thinking you know Terra whilst it had like a really vibrant uh had a really vibrant builder community uh, pre-crash and a lot of them sort of hung around, how many of those hung around to really build or just to, to the allocation and disappear, it's difficult to tell. But, you know, we don't have the best <laughs> best reputation in the world right now. So um, we do need to incentivize people to to keep building on this chain in this environment.
1: Yeah, definitely. And f- just for a, a little perspective of scale, uh currently, if I'm reading this right, there's 343 million Luna in the community pool. I assume that's accurate. So the asks sound big, but when you look at how much dev work costs, how much engineering, how much infrastructure, how much that stuff costs on a month to month basis, like, I th- depending on obviously, like, the usefulness of what's being built uh i think the numbers would match up but yeah again i I think we have to kind of look at it from like a tiered approach like just step one are you gonna rug us or not and then like once we get past that Then steps two through whatever it needs to be are like, okay, what is the quality and the usefulness of what you want to build now? Because I don't it's definitely not the market or the time for a bunch of me too projects. Right. Like we need good foundation. We need useful DeFi apps that people are going to use. We need useful open source smart contracts that people are going to be able to implement. And we need it all tied together in a way that like the community vibes with it and other communities can vibe with it yeah there was a
3: point made earlier we had an oc meeting earlier today and um one of the team was saying the one of the main considerations is around the amount of lunar like factoring in the amount of learners being asked for in proposals currently and what it potentially equates to in future because let's say for example there's 340 plus million lunar in the pool at the moment uh and let's say so that we had projects on average requesting for 500,000. Now this is just a complete a sort of pie in the sky sort of hypothetical here, but that's the room for six to 700 projects to request uh, funding and be approved for it. And then that would be exhausted. Now, of course, that's certainly not going to happen, but if we consider what the price of lunar is now versus what it may be in future, if everything you know, permitting everything goes well, the, you know, what a dollar worth what you know, what a dollar's worth of learner buyers now could buy a lot more in future and assist a lot more projects. So the balance is like there's this chicken in the egg equation where we want people developing, we want people building now, and also we want to be able to do that in future too. And so it's sort of like, okay, well, if the requests are coming through now, are we able to you know, do it in, a, I guess, as a conservative a way as possible so that wasted funds are minimized. And so that's, I think, I really agree with that earlier when I heard that in the sequel. I was like, yeah, we can, the, when there's more hype, there's going to be more people wanting to build as well. It's just kind of the nature of the beast. You know, we saw it last year as it's all pumping. Everyone's like, oh, shit, we want to build on this chain. This chain's amazing, so on and so forth. Um so yeah, it's like how do we how do we keep the guys that are building now you know rewarded for the efforts and make sure that they're adequately remunerated uh, while also making sure that there's more leverage future leverage uh, according to the value of learning the future and what that can
5: afford
1: yeah that that's a really good point, like right now our Luna is like the cheapest of the cheap Luna and in months it could definitely go up. It could definitely go down, but this is like that. It, it reminds me of everyone when it was at like 80 or $90 that was like, man, I wish I had one more chance to buy it at like two bucks or something. And it's like, yo, this is kind of your chance, but you have to balance yourself with, all right, we need to bring value to the ecosystem and have good shit getting built as a foundation so that, price number go up so that community pool can be worth more so that we can fund more shit so that the price can you know and and so on so it's yeah and and how do you measure that like that everybody's you know they they have their projects and and what they want to build and stuff and it's really hard to come up with some sort of like tangible measurement or, or metric of like all right is this going to be a success. You can look at hindsight, sure, and and take heuristics from that and and kind of extrapolate out to the future, but you don't know what's going to happen. Uh we got Chepe up here. I know he he went through uh some of these projects and stuff. Uh what what's your vibe on this, Chepe? about which part, <laughs> just the community pool grants in general. Or? Yeah, just like the projects that are asking for funding from the community pool versus the the value that you kind of see them bringing in either based on prior work or based on roadmaps and and white papers and, and stuff like that.
7: Mm, I haven't seen too much of the new proposals. We were, we were sort of mostly in the quagmire of dealing with the emergency allocation, so I think myself, Pantera, um, Seb, and GJ, and um, who else was there? Uh, oh, Karma, obviously, she's doing most of the actual work. Um, the, I think the five of us have been largely preoccupied with that, so unfortunately, I haven't had a chance, as much time to pay attention to new proposals and whatever's going on.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, we're right now. The the ones we're focusing on is uh, Terra SCV, Nowhere, and Soil, uh, Talus. And then Capapult, whose uh, theirs got passed, and then Redacted Money, who's didn't, and then Eris Protocol. So th- those are the ones we're focusing on right now. Uh, yeah, right.
5: I, I see to 0x years. I'll come back in afterwards. 0x <clears throat> years. Thank
2: you, you TerraSpaces. Uh, I've read the proposals in detail for the first time just now, and I would like to pass my judgment on every single one of them. So the first one is TerraSCV. I think they're taking the piss a bit. I would say halve it and guarantee free audits for terror protocols for the next year. Otherwise, tell us how much you're going to charge. Um, Actually, we did talk
7: about that a little bit yesterday, uh, Ears, like when we discussed like the allocation, uh, the the emergency allocation funds as well, by the way. Right. Um, So it is a legitimate thought that like, wait, um, they're incentivized by the community but like, they're not necessarily providing discounts to the community projects for exactly. the, this activity, so answered, they're, but like, they're charging they're for the actual audit. activities.
2: Right. They're, they're going to audit like, ongoing terror stuff. Fine. Um, can they come to an agreement with TFL around that? Maybe. But at least tell us like, how much you're going to charge projects, like if you're going to get this much from the community fund, so you're bringing the full benefit to the Terra
6: ecosystem. But just just swiftly, I will just take so, these. Uh, No, 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 no. I find SC. I just want to speak on SCV real quick. I find that one the realest, the strangest one for a similar reason that you guys just mentioned. Like, they are a business that is currently generating a lot of revenue through their auditing uh, services. So, I am a little bit like confused as to why they need an additional million dollars from the uh, Terra Community Fund.
7: Yeah. The, exactly. the counterpoint to that was in the discussion yesterday uh, with a group was like, well, you know, on the other hand, it's like, if you talk about a millionaire, yeah. that cost relative to the benefit that security brings, uh, maybe, you know, on the whole relatively low, because we don't have any other major security organizations sort of tied to us. I don't know if that, that they'd even be considered major, but point is, like, I guess, like, um what are they providing and how much are they providing to say tfl directly to secure the chain or like upgrades and things like you know it sort of seems kind of nebulous as far as what the the benefit of the money is going to be to everybody
5: and and
2: you know you can go and get a bog standard off the shelf audit for what 50k or something like that which is probably not going to be then not as like in depth these guys probably know this code particularly well so there's some benefit to that but i think there's definitely like a question like do you really need a million dollars um i think that we should at least negotiate with them so <laughs> on behalf of the community um the second one there so nowhere soil i like metaplex metaplex is good i think that sounds like a good idea that's probably the most backable idea out of all of these so uh yes why not um talus uh, oh uh, yeah they have no shame what are they doing I can't believe they've applied for money. Get out of here. What a ridiculous thing. Uh, Capapol, uh, that's finished. Redacted finished. Eris, mm, confusing. I looked at their flow chart and it's like, we're going to do a DEX, going to do lending, blah, 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 blah. It's like, uh, really? That seems a bit unfocused, man. Can you like, just quantify this a bit more? It's a lot of money too. I don't think we need Eris to do all of that. I think we just need to do some of it and pay them less money. That's my two cents.
1: Very nice. Very succinct. Uh, for anybody who's curious, some of the significant past contributions from uh, Terra SCV here, uh, it, they've got a list of stuff that they saved. And again, like, how do you put a dollar amount to? what the damage could have been, like the Anchor protocol orchestrated an attack to completely take over and control anchorprotocol.com. Apex domain, we also broke into Anchor's mail list APIs, subscribe for updates that could result in user data leaked, email address, full name, location, IP address. We also could impersonate any account under terra.money and send emails on their behalf. Like, how do you put a dollar amount on what that saved? And, and think- maybe there are people that can, I I don't know.
6: I think they got bug bounties for a bunch of that stuff though, right? So like, the, I remember there was a, like a, an argument between Vinny, and, Vinny who's the main guy at SCV and Do Kwan like, I don't know, a year ago or maybe more, I don't know, when he uh, managed to hack the uh, anchor front end and he ended up getting bug bounties for that. Like, I don't want to detract from the work that Vinny does uh, at SCV. I don't know who else is at SCV. They're, they're really good. But there's so many ways they can generate revenue. I think like a lot of these other protocols are coming because we're in the depths of the bear market and they're, they're struggling with raises, they're struggling with operational costs. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like SCV
7: is like, doing really well right now. But I think the I, problem I with bug bounty-type revenue, though, is that like uh, it's not consistent. That's a thing. And if you have to have a multi-year approach to funding. Um, To me, it's like, fine, ask for the money. But maybe like what Ears said, like provide some quantifiable, like monthly routine benefits to the community as opposed to only finding the occasional bug. To me, like a mixture of those two things makes sense. We pay them for services. It's almost like a lawyer. Like if you've ever had a lawyer, you have to pay for their, like retention of their services. Fine, have a retention fee have a fee for certain things, bug bounties, whatever, and then maybe have a fee for, um, yeah, like, and you know what I mean? Like, so you sort of segregate that a little bit. So it's not all just upfront money and it's hard to Yeah, it's good.
1: And you're bringing in like multiple streams that way. Like you can have them have some time to go hammer away at bug bounties and make some quick cash. And then while they're working on like the normal stuff.
7: Yeah. It's like, it's sort of like how you do incentives for uh, different things. Like for example, you might have a salary, but then you might have an incentive based like bonus scheme that, you know, for specific things. But then the problem becomes, wait, which things do you do under your salary? Which things do you do for bonus has to be really highly clarified. Otherwise, it's like everything turns out to be a bug bounty. And like, wait, what do you do for your regular work then? And I don't know. So, yeah, yeah right. so a little bit like yeah. some retainer fee I get, like, because that way you you know that you have developers you or, or or uh, you know, white hats that are sitting around, you know, that are paid, even if there's not anything to do at that moment, but they're available, right? You pay for their availability, but I don't know, whatever. we'll see. Yeah. Edwin?:
4: uh, I got a question from our discord from Madman, and then I got a comment after that. But the question is, it's actually pretty good. Um, it's uh, ARIS and SCV, right? So if SCV is getting their funding through the grant, then would Eris need funding for the audit, or would funding for S uh, for SCB to lead uh, to reduce fee for Eris? It's a good question.
2: That's- He's identified a double spend. Uh, if we're going to pay a million dollars to an auditor, and then the auditor is going to charge another project fifty thousand dollars to do an audit or whatever they've said, it was a hundred hundred thousand. Okay, wow, fuck me, man. No, yeah, come on. Seriously, talk to each other. This is a community. This is an organized this is a this is a um a coordinated group of apps. We can all talk to each other. Let's let's be reasonable here.
4: Yeah, great question, man, man. That's uh, the type of people we have in our community. So uh good stuff there. So my my thought here, my comment is um, you know, like Seth you alluded to you being part of a group that managed the emergency allocation, right? Uh, we saw something similar in osmosis caused a little bit of drama recently with Reverie. Uh, and I know Ryan can back up that data. <laughs> but the, the point here is that we don't have any kind of structure for these proposals. We don't have any way to kind of manage the community pool, right? It's a It's a free-for-all right now. And I think that creates a lot of problems and a lot of vague kind of roadmaps and proposals in general, and then we have kind of like dive in deeper and figure things out. And, um, you know, not, we're not really sure how to vote. Um, but anyways, the point here is that it, it might help to have some kind of community group put together so that they can help manage this. And even before proposals go live, how about there is some kind of, you know, longer term discussion rather than just two or three days in the uh in in the forum to talk about it and then go in live uh you know like have a proper structure to it and then set up some milestones right like that same group of community members can have milestones where if you if you say you're going to do this in 60 days or 90 days well there needs to be proof and you're only going to receive money based on you Actually doing what you say you were going to do, right again, going to other chains we can talk maybe we don't need to talk, but we can look at loop and the Juno um uh kind of governance that's going on there so it was just just a thought that I wanted to share here
7: yeah um you know the, the the reverie thing or whatever you well is that their name reverie anyway the the interesting thing about that is like these to me aren't that easy to the functions aren't that easy actually, like you could say well. I got kind of thrown into this one and I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll do it. You know, like, yeah, I feel bad for the projects, whatever. And like, if I can help a little bit, I will. So it's like, it's a volunteer thing, but like, really there was quite a bit of work. Like karma did a whole bunch of spreadsheet work to kind of keep track of who the hell is doing what, what they're producing, what they haven't produced. Like, and then have like voting for everybody. And then everyone has to remember to go on there and like vote on the spreadsheet. They have to like, maybe go to the GitHub and, someone has to actually investigate the GitHub and see, wait, did these people produce what they said they're going to produce? And, you know, like some of us are more technical. Some of us are more, you know, organizer type people. Some of us don't know what the fuck we're doing. And we're just sort of like, you know, just like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, You know, like the reality is like these community groups uh, or these community pool, uh, I don't know, managers, call it whatever you want. Like there's going to be a point where it's like, yeah, you, if you don't have a group that's really good at this sort of thing that you're sort of paying, not that dissimilar to like a general contractor on a like a construction project, I don't know that you're going to be able to consistently have people do this sort of thing, like for free, because like, it's real time, like karma lately was getting kind of like, <laughs> she's kind of pulling her hair out going, hey, Uh, I'm doing all this work after I do my day job and then I got to contact all these projects and the projects don't fucking respond when we like send them like emails and Twitter, you know, posts and discord shit and telegram things. And, you know, you have to keep chasing them down. Why are we chasing them down for money? And then when they don't respond and like, you don't give them their money, they're like, wait, you didn't communicate well enough with us or some shit like that. Like it goes back and forth and it's like, there is a management um, work that goes involved with that shit too. and like. Um, you know, how do you make that worth it? And then I think of ultimately like that reverie thing, it's like, eventually you're going to wind up with professional organized people that do this for a living, like almost like general contractors and commercial real estate are going to be the type of people that do this. Cause like, who, who are you going to, like, who are you going to have delegating like millions and millions of dollars worth of funds, just random like people. I don't, you know, how do you, how do you decide who's qualified? Uh, I think I, it was.
1: Was it you, Ryan? Or somebody saw the reverie post and was like, I'll do it for half of that, dog. Like, let's go. (laughs) So, I get like the emergency funding that needed to be done quickly. But I think for something like this, for ongoing, yeah, like a committee should be set up that actually, like, this is your job to deal with this.
6: So, so yeah, I think, like, the idea of funding uh, people to administer a grants program and uh, make sure that... Grants are well, you know. Have, there's there's due diligence done. There's all the um, administrative stuff, milestones, all all that kind of stuff. I think is a good idea. The thing that I thought was egregious about the the proposal was the and the fact that I think I think I, I figured out they were paying out a dollar for administration of grants for every like something like every two point five dollars that they were giving out in grant in grants. Um, so that was my uh, main concern with with that proposal. The, the actual idea of having, you know, a paid group to to administer it is, I, I think, a good idea. Uh, you know, we see it here where we've just got these flooded proposals with no no due diligence, no guidance, uh, and we're all sort of like scratching our heads trying to decide: is it, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And then ultimately, it comes down to the choice of the validators
1: anyway. Um, and I don't know like how how big of a group you would need to be like on it full time. I feel like depending on being on the workload, you could do like one or two people, but then you need like some sort of bounty system almost set up that lets people with these other skill sets come in and like lend an hour or two. And like like I I can organize it, but I can't go to a GitHub and be like, "Oh yeah, that code is legit." You know, like that's just not my skill set at all. So, I think it would be handy to have some sort of platform in place that could maybe take care of that for us and have like, all right, a set of verified bounty bug hunters, so to speak, that do this sort of stuff when needed. And then like the core team that keeps all of it moving smoothly, you know, and, and reaches out to the different bounty people that like, Hey, I need somebody to come look at this GitHub or I need somebody to like run a background check, or, you know, whatever you need to check on. Uh, Milo, what's up? Milo, how
5: your hand up? Good. Yeah.
8: Nothing? Right. Hey, sorry, I was just busy here. What? I don't know. I've always thought about that too, like kind of what you guys are talking about here, but like having an EPCC kind of protocol where, you know, you, you control everything. I like the, the notion of milestones that a lot of this can get be paid out and then you can also have like penalties for the team that's on a time clock if they don't make those milestones. Like a lot of this can be done on chain. And then it would give you the ability for freelancers to join in on this. But that would also give yourself like, uh, you run, you know, so, you know, if the team's just not performing, then rather going to the whole thing, you just fucking nuke it, right? And you're done, right? Because there's, I think that would hold a lot of things, everybody a little more accountable. And I think that's where we need to go, right? with a lot of yeah this. So having, was, we really there was this, we already have all the people and all the intelligence to do it and we're already spending i don't know countless and countless of hours talking about this we just got to put it on paper here we're like on twitter multiple <laughs> doing the same shit all the time that we want done in the cosmos Yesterday, was uh, a, Jimmy. A yesterday, that... Jimmy
6: used uh, the OpenAI chat to um, to write a proposal to to put a uh, a grants proposal team in place. It was pretty good as well.
1: The Otter or stable? Sorry, which which Jimmy? Which Jimmy? We have we deal <laughs> with oh, multiple oh, Jimmys come on the daily. Come on, is that a real question? <laughs> good, good, Jimmy man. Not knowing Jimmy, up, Jimmy be I like. Don't. And do you guys remember that protocol? I think it was called WeFund, but like I feel like that was their whole pitch was like these milestones, like you you get the community to all pitch into this fund and then the community votes on the different milestones. And if if a project gets to a milestone and say it wasn't done to the community's uh, bar standard, then they had to go back and they had like a certain amount of time to fix things and all that. And like, it, it was, it seemed like it was set up nice. I, I'd be curious what whatever I these happened. these kinds of
7: things like treasury distributions and stuff like that uh, is more like along the lines of Dow Dow version two, Jake and their team are kind of coming up with these kinds of things. Hopefully they become like pretty easy to run cross chain ultimately. So that like, if you're on Terra, you could use Dow Dow and Juno and like, somehow distribute uh, Luna tokens or something like that from a community pool to um, whoever, right? Like, so I, I th- recreating that on every chain is probably at some level of waste of time as well. Um, I think if, some, if they're creating a really good tool set, we should be looking at uh, supporting that and using that to start with.
4: Yeah, just to share a bit of uh, my experience with uh, One Planet going to Polygon, Polygon Studios provided a lot of money to the projects that migrated. And a lot of the work was in the beginning just to set up kind of like that, the administration part, right? The infrastructure on um, uh, on the forms, uh, like checking in monthly and, you know, like you mentioned, Karma having to chase after projects. You know, with the One Planet, it was just a reminder, hey, on the 20th, you guys all need to submit you know, where you are uh, in these metrics that we're looking at. And like, if you don't, then you have to wait until the next allocation, right? Uh, and that was just something that was expected for them to do in order to receive the next funding. And then also if they didn't meet those um, those requirements that were initially agreed on by both sides, uh, then Polygon Studios just wasn't going to release those funds.
7: Yeah, part of the problem though is like, that uh, different types of projects when it comes to grant proposals have very different uh, like requirements. It's hard to make it fair for everybody. Like there's some things that require like, I don't know, like payments things, for example, there might be regulatory shit they got to do and they, you know, they're like which country they're in and stuff. And then there's like other things that require a lot more auditing and they can't really release something without it being fully audited or something. So. And then there's some things that are like, um, like community goods type thing, common goods, and like they don't necessarily have like uh, you can't measure based on TVL or something like that. So how much to value the different proposals, how much leeway you give for like timeframes and roadmaps is really really tricky, and it's especially tricky when you're on the community, you're on the council that's trying to figure this shit out. And there's like a huge divergence in like and variety of types of projects involved. And if we ourselves are relatively, um, I don't know, like naive to like what types of projects or what, then uh, it makes it even harder. And then after all of that, it's like no good deed goes unpunished in the sense that like, hey, you paid those guys. How come you didn't pay us? And we did something similar. Why are you setting the bar higher for us compared to them? And all this kind of bullshit starts to be a problem.
1: That and is probably. kind of something that I keep coming across in some of these is like, well, this project did it for this and we did it for this less. Like, so right. we're like, give us money to. Yeah. yeah. At least
7: on uh, our council, you... at least on our council, we have pretty much like uh, given up that on the idea that there's like an objective standard. And that there is an element of subjectivity to the whole thing, right? Like, and and not only that, but think about it. Like, we just mentioned it in this space. Like, Vinny and SCV, for example, they have shown some credible production in the past. Other projects who've been who might have asked for money did have not necessarily produced the same amount of stuff. Does prior credible um, activity in 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 the space count for something? Do you trust them a little bit more and provide them a little bit more subjective leeway? than another group yes. right so there's a tendency to right say, but, but it's not like, explicit you know who
5: yeah you know who's
2: gonna go and like and, and pardon my french if you know who fucks you want to back them like who are the players who are the strong teams who is gonna go go and actually ship something sick and market it and get people behind them? Tallis is not that team and i just want to say that
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like but you see the problem like but it's very difficult to state all of these nuances explicitly in some sort of constitution or like you know position paper or something that we all follow and it gets you know you create a bigger and bigger bureaucracy obviously so to some extent like we just there is an element of like throwing money at the wall and seeing what sticks like there just is like cause, can like, we utilize get? ai for this
1: yeah probably Eventually it'll, it'll take over all of our jobs. Yeah, and I mean, enterprise coming out soon looks like it, it'll have some of this functionality in it uh, when when it drops, which will be helpful. Uh, you, I know you mentioned DowDow. Uh We're not on Juno; on, uh, we're over here on Terra, so uh, we use we use this enterprise. So, but that that'll hopefully you know make some of this stuff a little easier. Wait, there's a project called Enterprise specifically. Cheppy, where the f- where have you been, bro? Is this the oh, AI no. or am I talking to you right now? Wait. <laughs> which which which? Uh, there's a there's a joke that I'm
7: paying attention to. Am, am I, this am
1: I am I tripping or are you tripping? I, yeah, I told, I'm pretty I told
7: sure Red, Enterprise I told is Red dropping
6: about this earlier, and they they hadn't heard of it either. Like I don't
7: know if it just went completely under there. Are we getting trolled or is it a real thing? See, now
1: I'm Wait, confused. Are you trolling me or am I trolling you? I'm not sure which one. Uh, that I don't know, dog. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, there's a great Medium article here that was posted on the TerraMoney Twitter account uh, about Enterprise Protocol, a no-code solution to DAO management. And I think this is the tool we've all been waiting for. So hopefully once that drops and they listen to this space and, and take into account all of our our nuanced ideas, uh, I think this will be pretty slick.
6: his listening and I'm pretty sure he was involved in building it.
1: Pappy's probably writing up my walk-in papers right now for how this space is going. <laughs> no, nah, this shit's good. I'm, I'm glad we had a chance to, like, dig into some of this stuff because I personally, like, I don't have the time to follow it as closely as I would like to. Uh, so it's good that that we have this time to to be able to, to have these conversations about it. Dr. Doscoin just getting rugged every which way. I've seen him, like, try to pop up here, like, four times now. Doctor, are you with us?
3: Yeah, I'm back. My phone just glitched out for a bit there and knocked me, knocked me down. But um, I've taken some notes as this conversation has been going on. on, and, and so I've just put the call out to anyone that's listening. If you've also been taking notes, uh, feel free to just shoot them through to me and I'll try and sort of piece them together into something uh, coherent. And then we can sort of use that as a starting point for what comes next
5: that's awesome and i'm I'm looking
1: forward to a merge protocol putting up their community grant uh funding ask so that we can have them on the show as well i was
7: gonna say the good news is there's periodically like an adult in the room that will like you know like take care of business
1: that's why i love this group all right uh that's like the end of the hour unless there's any more like uh questions anybody's got off the top of their head we'll adjourn this and then we'll meet back up on the 6th for the Aris space to to get into to their ask and then uh yeah I'll be scheduling with with the other projects to to get a space going with them as well so I definitely appreciate everybody that made time to to come and hang out with us and and listen to us chat about this stuff uh definitely important if you're a member of the Terra community you know you're part of that pool that's 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 your funds too So let's uh, figure out a good way to really like utilize them as best we can, uh, especially here as we try to climb our way out of this uh, bear market we find ourselves in.
4: Thank you, Finn. Appreciate
1: you putting this together. Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, we will catch you online. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Terra Community Grant Proposal Overview Space hosted by me. And Edwin an Orbital Command Recorded on Saturday, December 3rd,
0: 2022 For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn Thanks for listening They say rapping is the gateway Bringing home great pay Checking that replay Sing along and we say Nobody gives a fuck around my way I make about three bucks for every thousand plays So it up and do the math on that financially speaking why the fuck would anybody want to rap but in this reality the money comes from doing shows but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows i guess you could rap on cameo i've been asking all my friends if i can rap on the patio six feet motherfucker, step the fuck back doing a little magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debating great methods so mace to play inception the bass state Less.
5: See, even with these huge sums of
0: overall royalty, these sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small, Small many rights holders are making
8: around three quarters, three of, quarters of a cent, cent, of a cent time time who listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual say they're making I can I can say they're pennies making. pennies per play until they can figure out how to turn a profit their future
0: will always be in question but for now investors see enough potential to continue to pennies,
8: pennies, pennies 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 another
0: day another lesson living in the 8th dimension might be worth a little mention living in the great depression got a real regal feel reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish aww shit now you only got two left you know what I wish we didn't have any loose ends you know what I'm